Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm John. I'm Charles. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. And here we are again. We are here to pump you up. And talk about all things science fiction and fantasy. Get to the job. Or at least all things we know about. Yes. No, no, no. Our, 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 our knowledge of something, yeah, our knowledge of something has never stopped us from talking about it at length. <laughs> this is so, true. You know. that and is, today will be no exception. Now, we had kind of a fun experience this week, Thursday night. There was a nationwide showing of a sci-fi classic from 1983. Some of our listeners may be familiar with the movie Krull. Calling it a sci-fi classic is really polishing that turd, though. We had a choice this week. We had 2001. Yes. Because it was the 50th, 50th anniversary 50th of 2001. Yes. And or Crawl. And we chose Crawl. Yes. Mostly because it was live riffed by the Mystery Science, the- Science Theater yes. 3000 folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Which sort of made, made it, it all worthwhile. Made it watchable. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, um, and I I remember uh, when they when I saw the announcement for it, they had a quote in there by Roger Ebert when he removed when he reviewed the movie, he mentioned how um, the plot was you know boring, the romantic leads had all the depth of cardboard, and something else, and he said, uh, but it was uh, so ridiculous I watched it twice, <laughs> <Yeah>. something <laughs> like that. So. Anyway, it was kind of fun watching it with the Mystery Science Theater 3000 crew. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, learn anything new seeing it this second time that uh, you missed the first time that maybe would change your impression of the film? Anyone? I would like to hear what Charles has to say because well, no, he no. had a... Well, uh, yeah, I, well, because I was, I was a younger kid. I, I was maybe about 11, I think, when I did the math mm-hmm. for, for watching Crawl. And... Yeah, it looked to me this time like somebody let their eight-year-old write it. (laughs) (laughs) So you remembered it being better as an eleven-year-old. I remember. I I do remember questioning some. Just but but I do remember it as better than. Yeah. But I I also think it was in three D when I saw it. I think it was my first three D movie. Yeah, I I can see that uh, the the glaive thing coming at you yeah. as being something that they could have sold the movie with. Uh, right. I think they did. I think that was their selling point. That was huge, well, on, and the, I, huge I on the movie There poster. were a few of us, myself included, that thought the weapon was Krull. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Versus the planet, which versus. is the name Krull, right. Uh, I and thought the, the uh, hero of the movie was Krull. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Aren't we all I inside the Krull? Villain was, the villain <laughs> you, was Krull. Me. They were inside Krull, I thought, for a while. But uh, Krull <laughs> is not the villain. It's a, the planet. Yeah. But it was but, awful. It was... I mean, the, 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 the Rift Tracks uh, uh, mocking 
of the movie actually made it so that I didn't have to like you know commit suicide. Yeah, during yes. the actual. Well, it kind of well, kind of made me think of that uh, you know the movie Airplane where that a guy's telling his life story to that woman and she's getting more and more bored and finally at the end she's hanging from a rope yeah. above yeah. her chair. Well it, well, it looked to me like what they tried. They took every bad plot in existence and strung them together one after another. Yeah. Well, so it's well cuz it's weddings, aliens, blind cowboys. sorcerer, cowboy uh, hustling the, the the horses and corralling the horses. Right. <laughs> Rock climbing cyclops. Rock climbing and horse riding montages that yes. last forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Open and the some movie woman that killed that. her baby. Yeah. The first like which was a, just a weird in the middle just like yeah. why why did you keep that? Which part? The the widow in the web. The widow she, in the yeah. web. For some, oh, she took out her, her rage baby. and killed her baby, and he was just like, oh, I had a son? Okay. That's cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> I forgive I, you. Yeah, I never I knew the little brat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah not a big deal to me. It just, for, for that was, I mean, she should have, you know, I cheated at Yahtzee or something. Anything could have done better <laughs> yeah. than I killed our baby. Right. Yeah. Well, right. that's the same way for, like, the, the glaive. Like, for, they show it at the beginning as whoosh, whoosh. And then he goes on this really boring journey to get it where he has to climb, rocks climb some and rocks and some leather yeah. pants and then reach into... Leather clown pants. Yeah, yeah. Re- re- clown pants. reach into what you are led to believe is lava, but then he's just like, hmm, this feels like jello, and pulls it out and then doesn't use it at the end, until the end. And I mean, yeah. he and could he have just it- like... Picked it up from yeah. his dad's bureau before he left the... And tucked it well, into his pocket. Well, and that's what I, I think as a kid, I really I could relate a little better to the struggle with batteries. <laughs> but, All right. Well, just your oh. toy, toy running out of batteries. Yeah. Do you save it for a special occasion, or do you go ahead and play with it now? See, they yeah. should have said that? that. They should have said it's sitting in the lava, recharging. You've got, like... Two minutes of use, yeah. max. <laughs> yeah, max. right. Yeah, and that would have made more sense. But yeah, he could have saved all those people with that glaive. Yes. He, all these people died trying to help him do all this. Right. When he, all he had to do is pop out the glaive. You know, it's like right. he would have taken care of all of that. Right. But no. No. Well, save but, it for when you need it the most. Don't but in worry reality, about these he, other people. he used it twice. Once he used it to cut through the membrane that was in. in Imprisoning his wife, yeah, and and free her. Forever. It yeah. took yeah. took forever for something yeah. that was a super Magical. powerful glaive. Yeah. And they didn't even try anything else first. No, like, yeah, it was like he just knew yeah. right. He needed. He didn't to try use to the... look to see if there was a door on the other side yeah. that was maybe open, or, or hit it hit it with his sword. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he didn't yeah. hit right. any of that. Or, or a rock, or right. just fall <laughs> through yeah. it like those other guys and did. And then he and then he uses it the second time. He throws it at the beast. It lodges into the beast and gets stuck. So it's useless. He, yeah, he did kill a couple scrubs with it right after he cut the wall. So, like My right after he uses it on the wall, he's all like, of them oh, with that. "Well, this is it's free yes. to use now." Where he could have just like used it outside yeah. the castle when they were all like Getting shooting shot at them, at. killing <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the cyclops wouldn't have had to yeah, die no, for right. reasons. If it, if it was magical, he should have just thrown it before entering that whole castle thingy. Yeah, mm. just and then just guided it with his mind, like yes. y- you know, like. Mm-hmm. Like how a Jedi, spe- how he spends the last floating, uh, fifteen minutes of the movie viper. just in this stance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Either glaive or fire. He was doing. Yeah, because he had 
Yeah. He had fire. He could shoot yeah, fire out of his hand. his wife gave him fire. And, it's and like, why didn't she destroy the beast when she had the fire? Yeah, right. why can't she use the fire? And why? Uh, how is that not misogyny? But I don't yeah, know. No, no, yeah. it's a burning love. Well, well, it's the burning love. What? Yeah. When it's, love burns like their love burned, <laughs> no yes. one went to see the doctor. That's right. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, gonorrhea through yeah. the hands. It's making me think of thinking of Princess Bride. True love. But yeah, here, here's the question. Here's a question I have. Why in the world did the beast even want her? Yeah, yeah that was my question because the no, beast yeah. is enormous, right? Yeah. He's nothing like a human. He's a beast. He's some sort of alien but, creature. Yeah. He's like King Kong. So the two of them can never yeah. consummate the wedding that he wants to well, have. Well, he could take human shape. I never saw he could? consummation. Yeah, he did that. He took the yeah, shape never of took, the... Uh, oh, Corwin, that's right. Corwin, that's right. The, but the good guy's name. Yeah. Why? Why? Right. You know, he ne- there was never any motive. It's like, uh, you'll be my bride and I will give well, you wanted, all of this. And it's like, he wanted the fire. Do you want the fire? You have to assume he wanted the no, fire. No, you don't have to assume. <laughs> it's like, that's just they did not lay out any motives for anybody. And it's like no. the very beginning of the movie was like a 25-minute horse ride from nowhere <laughs> for about a bunch of people we don't know. Or care about. Or care about. That we was the, no army, of, the army of the Beast, right? No, was no, it? no. That was... Uh, oh, no. Yeah, well, that was, right. uh, was the Corwin's other... family. Well, yeah, in the right. castle. Really you remember the hero's the name. I just... Yeah. Uh, it's just like the protagonist. I know. It's like, it's, uh, we all have shame. <laughs> what was the princess's name? Uh, Alyssa. Oh, it was Lissa. Lissa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they were saying Lissa. I, I was going to go the same with, name as the widow of the web. I was going to go with oh. Crawletta, but that would have been better. Yeah. For some reason, the widow of the web felt like after a five-minute conversation with this guy that she's willing to give up her life for someone who just has her name. Right. Well, it's like, okay, all right, that's... Well, they apparently had a past, and well, yeah. he's apparently the reason she put herself in the, reason the middle she killed of her the web. Daughter, no. Well, yeah, Son. no. It, it, it went Son. immediately. Jerry Springer. Yeah, I killed our kid. It's like, okay, that's, that's a weird well, because Papa was a workaholic. Yeah, right. That was with his job of what? What was Galavant- his? Was his job just professional Cross, old crawl. man and purve- purveyor of wisdom? He was he was a, a connections man. You need a wizard, I can set you up. I know a guy. Yeah. You need a prophecy, I know a spider woman. Well he also he he knew how the aliens work too. They Right. And how so, did he know that? Yeah, how, yeah. How does anyone know that? How did he know? <laughs> and yes. that they just like showed up in their rock castle and started killing people. Yeah, it, we're Which, never told why. Well, and, and here's the thing: the 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 spaceship, the rock castle spaceship, whatever you want to call it, every 24 hours it disappeared and reappeared somewhere else, almost like a TARDIS, uh-huh. right? <clears throat> Except with less noise. It was just Bling. silent, gone, <laughs> and then you know suddenly it's on a prairie somewhere, or it's gone and it's in a mountain valley, or it's gone and it's in the middle of the ocean. But yet, when it's heading to the planet, it's got this huge descending scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and as it's landing, yes. tons of Earth are being shot into the air because it's crushing the soil beneath it. And yes, but that yeah, that landing scene was nothing short of a space balls. Where you yeah, see I, that's exactly what I, I I was thinking later on in the yeah, night. It's yeah. like it's like space balls 
but not done for comedic effect. Yeah, yeah not yes. done. It's not funny. In Spaceballs, uh, there is Spaceball One, the gigantic ship of the Spaceballs, mm-hmm. and in in the intro, it shows the ship just continuing to keep going on, and that was part of the funny, the comic effect is that. You think it's done, but it's not. It's never done. It seems it's like, and then mm-hmm. it is, but it's, it's. And then you've got the bumper sticker. Yeah, we we break, we break for, for no, no one. one. Yeah, <laughs> but this is just painfully long. Rock, uh, rock, going. Rock. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's, more it's, rock. It's going right. somewhere. There's a little bit more rock there. Yeah. That part's a little pointier. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's going to go to that planet someday. Yeah, <laughs> maybe today. Maybe not. Yeah. Because you just start like, hmm. Like put a window on it and see like one of the, one of the little uh, beasties like sticking out like, oh. <laughs> right. What, all right. What what's that buzzing? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Charles's phone. Oh, no, it's not. It's off. You yeah. touched it and it went away. That doesn't and mean like, anything. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. What is your phone radioactive? I think it might be. Are, are we I've all going to having... be sterile now? Because <laughs> yeah. Well. Not all yeah. of us. I'm on this end of the table. Yeah, just, yeah. But as Crow was like, it, it was. A, did they just run out of stuff to talk about? Because they seem to just use B-roll for like half I, the film. Oh, yeah. those long I think it, it just you, you watch that and you just go, "This guy set out to make a horrible movie." Yeah, no, I but think I think I, they probably spandex. The way it seemed to rock me, rock climbing, <laughs> is it was a movie made by committee. It's like someone oh, somewhere oh. had an idea for a grand storyline and he sold it to a studio and with the success of Star Wars they were like you need to have this you need to have this you need to I mean we can't have these space things so we're gonna have to do uh, you know it would be great uh, horses that are on fire yes that'll mm-hmm. well yeah we need more it's but like more cowbell we need other... more horses on fire just <laughs> yeah. keep it going for 10 minutes the other thing as an adult watching this movie <laughs> I wondered if anybody did actually lose a finger trying to throw that throw crawl the, the first glaive. time. <laughs> I, it looked like it's impossible to throw. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I without it, losing your fingers. No, you just couldn't. This is why I mean in his throws, even with it, I'm presuming it was plastic, don't look like great throws. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean if you want a weapon that's more dangerous for the user than a lightsaber, yeah. It's the glaive. The, the yeah. glaive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of telling as to how good the film was by the mere fact that uh, the budget for the film was $47 million, and at the box office it returned $16.5 million. Well, I think it's because mm. of his committee thing. It's like there are people. I'd like to see all the film, like the stuff they cut to, because it's like it seems like... You know, those long <laughs> you rock mean you, montages. You want to see more rock montages? Well, no, 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 no. I don't think there could <laughs> possibly be more from? rock yeah. montages. But more rock montages, more fire horses, uh, more riding. Uh, and it's like someone was saying, we need more of this. What are we going to cut out? Oh, character development and proper segues. Yeah. yeah. It's that, like all that's gone. We can't have it, that. It might be like taking 2001 and cutting it down to like a half hour show. You could, you <laughs> and could going, do that. It's like, you, it might not make a lot of sense at that point. Right. If you cut out 95% of the space scenes, you've got uh, 2001 is like an uh, a hour tops, yeah. probably less. But. Well, and <clears throat> the other thing that bothered me was Lissa just running through the spaceship. There was a lot of scenes of her just walking through calling, areas where there was nothing. 
You're yeah. calling it a spaceship, and it's like that's calling to mind like cool things. This, this was uh, uh, all right. It it was in space. They portrayed it in space, and it was like landed. a it was like a flying rock castle. It was yeah, the space. It was the beast space hobo home. <laughs> yeah, it, but there was no no uh, consistency to the inside. It was all. It's like they found a whole bunch of empty sets. Well, there on, was, the, on, on at the studio, yeah. and they said, "We'll use this for this part of this." It's like she's standing in an eyeball at one yeah. point. Yeah, which no one ever explained. No. Yeah. yeah, there was no rest of the like you thought it might have been a cool lead-in if like later it would have panned out, and that's the beast's face. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, the inconsistent is a great way to describe this movie because it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a science fiction or if it wanted yeah. to be a fantasy or because. Oh, horse wrangling movie. Yeah, why in the world have like you've got your uh, you've got your alien stormtrooper analogs who have yeah the slayers. Why give them swords that also shoot lasers? Yeah, right. What's the you you could have just like had this like it's just like set it on this world. Forget the space junk. Right. And you've got your slayers. They have swords. They're hard to kill. Yeah. Everyone knows that they're a threat and they're just about to conquer the world. Yeah. You don't need half of what they put in there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 75%. And you don't know exactly what they do and then they do it. And it's all right. I remember a scene. They're in the swamp, I think. Yeah. And one slayer, one, disappears out of nowhere. Just one. And. Looking the, like one of the knights who say knee. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but but the I think it was a scene to introduce the Cyclops into the group because mm-hmm. he threw his spear and killed it. But no one's like, are there more? Uh, uh, did they did did they radio back to their base or is like yeah. was it, no one cared after he killed the 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 Slayer? It's like, are there more? Are we in danger? It's like no. It's just like yeah. Thank like, you, Cyclops. And when they Would killed like the Slayer, yeah. what's that? And when they killed the Slayer, the head opened up and some screeching lasagna. Scurries, scurries out and disappears into the ground, <laughs> and you never see it again. No, and no, doesn't explain anything. And yeah, it's like a slug that just burrowed into the earth. And yeah, what's it doing down there? And Making more slugs. Yeah. Did the movie have like any comedy in it? Like any like like we had the stupid wizard, but he wasn't it, really funny. The, it did have comedy in it, and the comedy was provided by the Mystery Science Three Thousand people. Well, yeah, there other than a, that, uh, well, there was I no think, comedy. I think that that weird, yeah, uh, the magician, uh, prairie magician that was they supposed found to be was funny. They kept turning himself into a pig. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Oh. I, I really think somebody just found some notes. Yeah, yeah. this is like. It was written from on multiple in, movies. Yeah, on index yeah. cards of just ideas. <laughs> yeah, and they went. Somebody stole them, probably. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, this maybe is everything that guy was inserted like in the end. It's like because people are like reviewing after we took out all of the content of uh, personal development. Uh, this seems flat. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's throw in this this doofus uh, that turns doofus himself magician, into a pig. Yeah. Well, like the whole thing about the Cyclops was that he he was cursed to know the day and how he was going to die, right? Right. And so they have that big scene where they capture the fire steeds and he's like, no, I must stay behind. It is my time. Yes. And then he, of course, like shows up and his time was really at the castle with the rest of them. 
why? Well, did they think that was building tension? Yeah, I think I think the whole point of that was uh, he could. The time of his death death was obviously there when he gave the horses away, and I'm I'm supposing that at that point he just died of boredom because everybody's gone <laughs> and he's in the and he's in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but he decides, well, maybe I don't want to die of boredom. Yeah, it'll be a much horrible, excruciating, painful death, but at least it'll be more exciting if I go join my friends. So he goes and joins his friends, and then of course he's crushed horribly trying to hold open a rock door. So the last of his friends can get into the castle, or got, maybe yeah, that was a—he uh, reappeared to give us hope that he's going to help out and be around. Nope, they killed him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they could have—they always, everyone was always like, "Oh, he knows the day he's going to die. That's so sad. He mm-hmm. leaves such a sad existence." But there's also the flip side to that, as he also knows he's not going to die in any of the stuff until he dies. Yeah, <laughs> so like, so he could do anything. Yeah, people could have just been like. Wow, you're so brave in combat. How, how? Yeah, it's like it's I know like, I'm fine. Yeah, the, there's, the a thousand, there's a thousand slayers out there. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, I know I'm not gonna die the, here. The Cyclops so. could tribe could be the most feared warriors in the galaxy yeah. because they would know no fear because they know this exactly. is not my time to yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah, Unless, of course, it was, in which case you wouldn't go to that battle. Yeah, or, or, I mean, or what, you would. What, what right. would have yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what, he did seem yeah. awfully serious for a guy yeah. with that gift. Well, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. also guessing that uh, his facial makeup didn't allow for a lot of a range of expression. It, yeah. uh, I imagine. But I actually found him to be one of the most likable characters oh, in yeah. the whole show. Yeah. And, and then yeah. they killed him. It's like, I, I mean, really, if you wanted any hope Right of of me enjoying this from this point on, it's gone. Yeah, and then they did the fire thing, and it's like, I give you my fire, and it's like, mm. it's like, man, what? you could have, you could have done that like, as like she could have done that at the very beginning of yeah. the movie, and he could have yeah. just like stood yeah. at the top of the stairs and going, roasted the slayers. Yeah, yeah. and all yeah. your friends wouldn't have died. Right. Yep. This is you know. great. Yeah, you're going to need to see a doctor about that eventually. Yeah. 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 Fire hands is nothing to mess around with. Tough acting to acting, like they said in the the show. But that was, yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Yeah, I think we beat that fire steed to death. Mm -hmm. No, I really enjoyed the the Rift Tracks version of that. uh, But I feel Charles was sad. I was sitting next to Charles, and it's like I saw... A little misting up of, of the eyes as, as his childhood died a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's to be expected. That was, there are some other really great Rift Tracks movies. Yeah. So I recommend it. We might have to check those. We will have to check well, those that, that It was my introduction as a kid into the thieves, fighters, mm. bandits, and brawlers being the good guys. Ah, yeah. ah. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. you just sidestepped Willow and did this instead. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Willow's one I need to see again. Yeah, I'd like, I, I would like to see Willow again. It's hard to find, though. Notable thing about Kroll, though, Liam Neeson. Yes. Nice. That was amazing. I didn't realize he was in there. I, did, I didn't either. Uh, very young. Very young Liam Neeson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, uh, spry. Well, of course. But, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, was, I was happy to see that. <clears throat> I... I kind of had hopes that he'd just he just—he was the best actor in the whole. Kill movie Corwin too. <laughs> and take over the show, but right. he did not at right. any point do that. So yeah, 
Sad. Well, if his daughters had been taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would have been a whole different movie. The Beast gets a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If it was his daughters instead of the king's bride. Yes. It would have been a whole different movie. Is this movie. Kroll? I don't know who Kroll is, but I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> what been it's like, no, I'm not Kroll. I'm the beast. Kroll's the planet. God, <laughs> you live there. It's your planet. Kroll. I'm just going to call you Kroll. That's how it did, is. Did we name our planet? Did we name it's it? on the galactic index. I'm from space. It says from planet space. Kroll. Oh... Right. See, I thought that was the glaive. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the glaive was crawl, and you were crawl, and everyone's crawl, and and okay, sorry. The, That's one thing that got me in Star Trek is when they would encounter a rogue alien somewhere, and they would say, "Where are you from?" And the alien would say, "Well, I'm from, you know, Galactica Five or something like that." They would know immediately where that was, as if. And everybody in the galaxy was working from the same set of naming conventions for yeah, planets. Yeah, they are. They are working they, with the same. How, set of how is that possible? Well, are you talking about species they've never met before? Yeah. All right, well, that's rough. Yeah. 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 But, they, yeah. Memories have gotten better. I mean, what did the Vulcans point. call Earth before they arrived? Right. I, Sol. Sol 3. Why would they call it Sol? <laughs> that's, that's, that's our technical name for I know. for. Yeah. for the sun. Well, the Sol and Sol 3 is Earth, but mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, just Kirk being able to keep track of his lock entries was always impressive to me. Yeah, but he wasn't. He made that stuff up every week. <laughs> I'm <It was laughs> just saying it. <laughs> Star Trek fans tried really, really hard to reconcile all the various star dates they threw out there in the original series, and they just gave up. Yeah, because <laughs> part of the problem was is that they the episodes didn't always air in order mm. when they aired. And so sometimes you'd have a star date yeah. that was before the next episode or after the next episode, and that kind of really confused people. I don't think there was any internal consistency, though. I don't think they cared if, like, if, if the next episode, if in one episode you start date this, and then the next one you start date that, and this, like, start date on the second episode actually seemed to predate the episode before. No one cared. Well, now, I thought they, I thought they, the, I think what I read was that they had intended that they were all supposed to be sequentially increased, mm. but that because the shows didn't always air in the order they were filmed in, that's where the inconsistency arose. I, I think it's more fun to assume that it's Kirk that didn't care. Stardate 2564.2. I didn't violate the Prime Directive. Yeah. I did a great job. breakfast. Right. Yes. Right. And I might have a day. But speaking of I Star Trek, it does turn out there's a musical out there. I yeah, you, yeah. you posted it. Uh, I posted it on uh, just not a nerd thing, my nerd site. Bo- and I boldly go, it, and it's not bad. It's not yeah. terrible. It's like and it's free. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Is it better than Crawl? Uh, yeah, I actually watch more of Crawl than it, it, it is. is it's better. Musical. It's better than Crawl. It's a low bar to set. Yeah, that is, you know, that's, 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 that's like just taking the worst of everything and then saying, is it better than that? And yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, that's what I want to know. Yeah, it is. It All is right. better than Crawl. Okay. Because if it, it's the same or worse, I'm probably not going to spend my time watching. So it's, it's better. It, 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 yes. All right. Yeah. I mean, no, that, that, honestly, like. like better like, than Crawl the Musical, too. Like Seth just said, 
like Seth said, or as you now know, that I'm, would be <coughs> fun to do. Oh, you know, Crow the Musical would be better. I think it would be better because you could make it a whole parody of the Crow show. And those show. people wouldn't have to talk, right? <laughs> ever. It's <laughs> like it's like they just have dance steps and then just do the musical thing, and then that's yeah. I think Crow's <laughs> the kind of bad that you couldn't replicate if you tried to again, like. Well, you wouldn't get funding for one thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you set out to try and make it as bad, like redo Crawl in yeah. any form and make it as bad, I don't think you could because it was the sort of bad that you came by earnestly. Mm. Like people trying really hard to be good and failing so Horribly. hard. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'll bring to mind something. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show... Who, has anyone here seen that? Oh, yeah. So yeah. many times, uh, yes. Right. Yes, yeah. and it's a horrible movie. It's absolutely it's terrible. It's cute. It's as never a movie, made it through the whole thing. As a movie, yeah, but as a cultural phenomenon, it's awesome. I, 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 I will, I, which is why when people try to show it on regular TV, it falls flat because you don't have the audience uh, in there because it's an interactive well, film, the way it ended up being in the cult flick. But it is, but it's I, still better than Kroll. Yeah, but it's also like we have, we have it determined. was a movie it yes. was made to to uh, glorify those early uh, B movies so I don't think that they weren't trying to come up with a plot that made sense for it like, All right. it was it was another it's kind of self parody of the whole B movie phenomenon. yeah it wasn't taking itself seriously Kroll takes itself very yeah, seriously it does. you're right you're Rocky right. Horror Picture is very very tongue in cheek. I can see that. I, I see where you're going with that. Mm -hmm. But so, so the guy who wrote Crawl also wrote the film Ice Pirates. Ooh. Oh, I liked Ice Pirates. Ice I've Pirates. never seen it. But yeah, it you should. It's uh, by today's standards, it's uh, mildly sexist and racist, but it's well, uh, it's not as not as sexist and racist as uh, Blazing Saddles, which is kind of the bar of the time you have to look at. But it's like, it's entertaining. It hmm. is. Blazing yeah. Saddle was supposed to be sexist and racist. I yeah. Know, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's an 80s movie, so you got to hold it in that, the reflection of what that means. But it's like, Ice Pirates was watchable. Yeah. And Crow was not. So right. I, does he have anything to say about why Crow is not watchable? Because I'm sure that he didn't No, I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page. So he did Ice Pirates, uh, The Man from Uncle. Batman, he was a writer, and any which way you can. Oh, and then the well. director uh, was Peter Yates. So he can make an orangutan do things, but he can't make a human well. cast crawl. <laughs> <Really? laughs> crawl would have been better with orangutans. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Get the glaive, Clyde. <laughs> okay. So Peter Yates uh, also wrote... That would have uh, sped uh, up the climbing scene, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. That rock montage yeah. would have been, like, fun to watch. A yeah. whole lot faster, too. Just um, Although, how do you get a monkey into the... Uh, how do you get an orangutan into those pants, though? <laughs> well, <laughs> you drugs. Yeah, those spandex. Well, oh. you got to be careful with orangutans. They have, like, superhuman strength. It's oh, like, yeah. They taught Clyde. Anyone who's never seen any which way you can, or any of the any way any which way you can, or any way which way any which way but loose, yes. But they in one of the scenes, Clyde rips a car door off, and they actually taught Clyde how to do that. And they didn't alter the car door; 
Orangutans can naturally rip cartilage. They have like they're they're stronger wow. than so they're like Wookies. They would have. We don't know how strong Wookies are. Would they let but the Wookiee win at a game of 3D chess? Would you? It's, what, what, here's what happened. <laughs> they taught him how to do it, rip cartilage off. He started going all the way through the sounds, uh, through the studio lots, ripping cartilage <laughs> off. And how do you stop that? How do you stop? You don't. You, Tranquilizer dart. They yeah. didn't have to have any on hand. Oh. So they just let him rip cartilage off until he got tired of it. So taught him it was a good thing. And <laughs> it raised the budget of the movie so no, a little no, bit. This, but yeah. This yeah. makes sense to me now. This crawl was a vengeance movie. It was somebody said, no orangutans. <laughs> I'll yeah. show them. I'll <laughs> yeah. show them. I, I was going to say, is that how Planet of the Apes began? <laughs> you teach one orangutan that it's fun to rip car doors off. And, and they say, you know, they're they running the world. And they, yeah, yeah they, they run the world. Uh, I think Planet well of the done. Apes was quite a bit before. Any which way you can, or lose, or whatever. Before, it was before you, crawl. We can too. reboot things however we want. Now. Well, that, yeah. I actually thought it was a very fine cautionary tale. Planet it's of the great, Apes. great movies. Yeah. Great. Saturdays. The uh, director of uh, Crawl also directed Mother Jugs and Speed. And we'll forgive people for all kinds of things because we watched Crawl. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we will. But so, and that last you movie, learned by failing. That last movie was an excellent movie. No, we don't. Mother right? Jugs like, and Speed. Yes, because because of Raquel we Wells. Forget watched, everybody we else. It again. Raquel Wells is in it. <laughs> we did. Well, I, I mean, yeah. they learned by failing. Like we we watched their movies and we we learned. Uh, so are you saying Crawl had to happen or Ice Pirates wouldn't? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Like any hmm. any author has to write some very bad books before they write a good book. Well, Ice Pirates had some really interesting concepts in terms of uh, uh, a dystopian society uh, without water and time travel. They actually do time travel very well in this movie. Hmm. Uh, but it's like, I, if this is the guy that wrote Kroll, I mean, I'd like to see the original script. I'd like to I, see it too because because that's not what I'm sure that's not what what came through. It's like, damn. Yeah. It's like is <laughs> I don't know. Did they just buy the name Kroll from him? Took a script. It's like, oh, we'll do none <laughs> of that. Who's this Kroll guy? He sounds really it's interesting. Kroll. Yeah. No, yeah, it's Kroll. He's the bad guy. No, no, we're gonna make that the planet. Yeah, but we won't tell people because they didn't. Did they? They mentioned it once at the beginning. They said. Planet Krull. Planet Krull. And that's the only time anyone said Krull. Yeah. I think what happened was somebody submitted the script for the movie, and somebody, another guy read it, and he wrote on the top, crap, but he his <laughs> yeah. writing was so poor it looked like Krull. And <laughs> yeah. somebody said, oh, he wants us to film this. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think, well, I think we finally beat that horse to death. Yes. What, what else do we want Well, to? so we were talking just a few seconds ago, Sean mentioned books that you have to write crappy ones before you get to the good ones. Well, speaking My name is Seth, by the way. Yeah. What'd they say? Sean. Again. You yeah. keep calling me Sean. <laughs> you, you look like a Sean to me. I don't know why that is. I'm not a Sean. <laughs> One of these days I'll get it right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, on our chat group, your nickname is and Seth, I, I a.k.a. Sean. I don't think that helps. No, I, it's I confusing think you me more. Maybe should probably change that. Uh, yeah. because and because you just can't. Not. Yeah, I can't get over it. Yeah, gotta make you write it down fifty yes. times on yeah. a chalkboard. Right, smack me with a ruler. 
Um, we're, <clears throat> we're going places now. Yeah. But. So anyway, uh, back to books. Uh, the Foundation series by As- Isaac Asimov um, is apparently just got a direct to series order from Apple TV. So um, you know, John, your favorite pet peeve another paywall, but um, well, it's it's kind of shared by our listeners because yeah. we talk about things behind paywalls all the time. Right. But I, I understand. It's like all the good stuff's behind paywalls now. Yeah. What what you're gonna do? So this is the yeah. second sci-fi series we've seen. We talked about uh, Apple filming recently. The other one is the the one where the space race hasn't ended. It's still continuing. And where are we with that space race? And so I, that, I that like sounds like idea. an interesting series. I too. love that idea. Well, well, yeah. I love the idea of foundation. If they don't mm-hmm. go, that don't don't be cheap about it because it's never been done. Probably for that reason. And yeah. it's like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Uh, because it's really a foundational series. It's, it's like one of the cornerstones of science fiction. Yeah. And if you want to play with, with in this sandbox, do it right. Well, Apple could lose $200 million and never miss it. Well, then, the, then, then I hope that's what they put into this. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, the storyline is, is awesome. I'm not sure where they're going to end, though, because there's, like, so many Foundation books, and they all, like, the trilogy seems to fit together. You kind of need to keep going, but we'll see. I think what we're seeing now with um, all these different pay sites, Netflix and Apple and Disney and um, Amazon with The Expanse, um, it's it's almost like a science fiction gold rush where everybody's trying to get in and buy up these really good properties to encourage... Because of the article I gave you. Yeah. So why don't you... Uh, the, the Westworld Backlash one. Yeah, why don't you talk about that? It's, it's, it's Westworld has received a lot of nominations for uh, being a good show, but also uh, a lot of criticism, apparently, from some people that they find it hard to watch sometimes. Uh, and Because they don't like... The fact that you have to watch every show yeah, yeah. in you, order to keep up with you the mythology of what's miss going on. a show. It's yeah. like, because you've seen this whole series. Could you? No. If you miss a show, if you, you miss one show. You wouldn't understand. You'd miss You'd miss some stuff. You, you'd miss stuff that yeah. you're actually, it's going to be love. referenced. I do. I, I love the, the yeah. continuity of, of Westworld. But if you don't, then you're not going to make it. And right. it's like, um, and we talked. About Star Trek, the original series, and how uh, each show stands alone. Right. You don't need anything else uh, to, 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 to follow each show. Right. And we came to the conclusion uh, it has to do with the VCR era and how people can record and then watch later. A technology which has only gotten better right. over the last 40 years. But it's like, now you can DVR yeah. and watch later. Or stream. Mm-hmm. Live, yeah. So it's like now <coughs> Which, we've got people that are just intellectually lazy. And yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't think I, my sci-fi entertainment should be based on no child left behind right. <laughs> rules. Right. I, mean, right. I, yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Right. If you can't follow it, that's tough. I mean, yeah. if you have access to watch Westworld, yeah, then you've you, got HBO. You've got the ability to watch every show. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, if you've got the show that you like watching, why are you complaining about? Missing episodes that you have access to. Right. I don't I don't like that at all. I can understand being confused <clears throat> if you accidentally mix them up and go, oh, 
I don't know. I don't know where I am. But then why not right. just go back and watch it? Exactly. I don't understand how it's getting criticism for this. It's been. It's like back when I like I, Babylon Five. Th- this was criticism leveled against Babylon Five back in the nineties, and sure. that was valid when you didn't have streaming and yeah, you missed a week. You missed that week until right. you got to see the reruns. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Or yeah. or just go and get the one episode of Crawl. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and just yeah. watch that over there, and over. There, and over. You and know that's something Crawl has going for it. There is if you miss. Any, it, you could fall asleep in the middle and still get the same content out of it. <laughs> yes. You literally could. There's, there's nothing. Right. You would miss nothing in terms of your overall uh, understanding of Kroll. This is e- true. Even during the, even with the riffing, I almost fell asleep during the one of the travel sequences. Well, they got yeah. long. It's oh, like, man. it's Sorry. like, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I actually got up and left for a bit, take a break, came back, didn't miss anything. Yeah. No. Well, part, another part of the problem with the Westworld thing is that it appears people don't want to pay attention. And they keep having to, like, rewind because they miss stuff. Because, and stuff they don't even know until they get to the next episode. And you know what that you know what I blame that on? Smartphones. People can't, yeah, people can't put their damn phones down. Yeah. Well, because, be you know, I have, it I have... Had, mm, Westworld had, they're all wacky doodle theories, but it has, it's... They kept injecting real wacky doodle consciousness theories that are actually out there and people have written papers on. And they're presenting... To me, that's really cool. Yeah. Even if it's complicated. Right. But even if there's still some mysterious <clears throat> stuff... But it, but I can see people being frustrated, but there's other things... Well, if you can't put your cell phone there's down... There's enough 80s And dedicate your attention there. to the show... Don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't complain about it because it's your own fault. Especially if you know that there's stuff in there you're going to have to be paying attention so that you can understand it later. Right. It's people begging for more simplistic fare. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, this is too hard for me because I literally can't take... Because I can't take my eyes off of Facebook. Yeah. And now we start to sound like old geezers. No, no, no. (laughs) Although this is... Get off my lawn. Although this is a big problem today, it's like... Um, this this it's not a matter of sounding like old geezers. It's a matter of there's a serious problem with cognition. Yeah. In this country now, uh, in in all the Western world, in all the post-industrial countries where these phones are are happening, it's like th- th- we're finding people that are incapable of comprehending simple things simply because it takes a limited amount of time. Hmm? You're just not allowed to say that science fiction is too complicated. Yeah, no, you're, you're just you not are, allowed to do you that. You are allowed to do that, but there's consequences to what you say. If you say that, it means I know that you don't have the attention span to actually pay attention to what's going on around you. And mm-hmm. that, and there's a lot of people who can't pay attention or be bothered to pay attention to what's going on around them. Right? Yeah, they're cr- their attention span is too short they're, in many cases. Yeah, they're leveling the criticism at the <clears throat> show as this is, uh, I have to pay, like, they're leveling the criticism at the show for being too complicated when really they aren't paying attention. So it's not a show problem. It's a they want something they can read Facebook to and still follow along with. Yeah, or they're getting embarrassed at the water cooler. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's a problem. Right. 
if, if that's if you, the water cooler conversation well, is just too why, complicated. Well, why can you describe how they're getting embarrassed at the water cooler? I'm just assuming. Well, no, it's like how. Well, because maybe their friends are talking about the show and they're like, I, well, they, I, I can't follow part. it. Yeah, they just go, I can't <clears> follow <throat> it, and their friends are like, well, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Well, then well, that's you know. a that's a them problem too because all it they is. have to do is go. But, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like what I do here. I was going to say. Sometimes. <laughs> so, <clears throat> speaking of attention spans, here's an article right here. It came out this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's not a long article, is it? No. Uh, just basically, uh, Microsoft uh, came out and said, uh, uh, consumers' attention span is now less than that of the average goldfish. Yeah. Now, I don't know how they measured that. Yeah, how are yeah. they measuring that? I don't know how they're measuring that. But it said, uh, no wonder the content creators are being asked to create yeah. work that lasts all of a few seconds, shorter than an Instagram story, more fleeting than Snapchat. Snapchat. Whichever way you choose to look at it, it's clear that the effects of our increasingly digitized lifestyle has made us into speed daters of storytelling. They and must I have measured that's, blinking. That's the problem. Um mm. You know, and I don't know about you guys, but I like the more complicated, involved stories. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't want, you know, little. And I think a lot something of people. That we told I think in seconds. most people, Westworld is popular, mm-hmm. and that is not catering to this particular well, trend. And the Expanse is popular. Yes. Yeah, and Game it's of a Thrones. fairly in Game of Thrones, right? The, yeah, we there's a. Uh, inter like so the long form stories have become more popular as mm-hmm. we've gone along. I I have to admit that I also like dialogue. Yes, yeah. right. I you said that like you're. <laughs> well, I do. It's, it's almost like, like shameful. But well, because all these movies, you go to these movies, and there's no dialogue. It's all action, 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 and action, action, action yes. a couple. They don't even have witty repartee. What yeah. movies are you going to? Okay, the superhero Transformers was a great dialogue. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. The new one, uh, Mission Impossible. Was, it was it was pretty action packed show. It was pretty action packed. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I, okay. mean. I miss dialogue. Probably means little dialogue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, and it's not designed to be uh, an no. intellectual stretch. Right. It's no. designed to be flash and pack and right. The original things. series that it was based on was very intellectual. Well, yeah, yeah. It, right. it, well, it, it more was, so anyway. Well, it's like, but you got to remember the day. Uh, the original Mission Impossible series, they didn't have special effects. Right. So actors had to act. Yes. They had to yes. make you believe that something was happening well, so, yeah. rather than just showing you. But that's something I miss in general. I like the dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the original series, Star Trek. It's, it's like, uh, you can call William Shatner ham, and he is, but he can make you see things that aren't there with his face. He, mm-hmm. he can act like there is something that's really happening. And they can, they're, they're, they're color people. Like, like at baseball games, the the people who talk on the radio about the color, uh, about the baseball game, they're color men. They paint a picture for you like you can see it. Mm-hmm. And the old actors, they could they sold you that they were in space. When they're like quite obviously when you look at it on a rather small sound stage. Mm-hmm. But you felt it. You it, went, it was there. Yeah. And now the actors don't have to do that. They, all they have to do is actually CGI in what it is that they're supposed to act like they're seeing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, in my mind, I think it would be tougher to be an actor today 
because you're, you're acting in front of a green screen. You don't have the sets that the actors had in those days. And granted, the sets were more simplistic because they didn't have the, the budgets for them. But you still had a set. You felt like you were on the bridge of the Enterprise, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas today, you may have a partial set and the rest of it may be green screen and CGI yeah, but stuff. they have acting and emotion coaches that tell you exactly <coughs> what you're supposed to do. And yeah. it's like they'll watch your face and say, oh, that's the face we want to see. Yeah. Have, have you Oh, Go sorry. Ahead, please. I was going to say, have you ever seen uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doing motion capture for Smog? No. It is fantastic. He is into that role 100%. And he is an excellent actor. Mm -hmm. He is. He's, he's top, top notch. Mm -hmm. He truly is. But, I mean, really, it's like there's no need to act. It's like acting today is different than acting was 50 years ago. Just like being a musician. It's mm -hmm. like... Now it's like popular musicians are more like choreographers uh, than they are because there's there's a very there's a, there's there's dance routines mm -hmm. involved in today's concerts. When I used to go to concerts, it's just music musicians musicians standing up there in varying states of consciousness <laughs> playing playing music, and no one expected. Any dancing or it's lasers? Like, no one expected uh, lasers. Yeah, no one expected yeah. lasers. It's like I, ca I kind of think that like saying that something is different than it was fifty years ago yeah. is should kind of be taken as a as given, a, but it doesn't mean that like that's like just like. Oh no, pop I'm, not, music. I'm not saying one is better or one yeah. is worse. I'm saying that this is the way it is, and now you have the the top uh, pop artists have extensive choreography mm -hmm. in their dances, and it's like. In fact, you're finding a lot more musicians getting caught. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Voiceovers. Auto tuning. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no. Where they they're not lip singing. syncing. Lip syncing. Yeah. yeah. Because these choreographies are are brutal. Mm -hmm. They can't. You can't. There's a, a limited yeah. amount that a respiratory system can do, and you can't sing. And stay in tune. And stay yeah. in tune while in those you're, outfits. you're doing a, yeah. a massive, uh, in those outfits while doing a massive aerobic workout. And it's like, there, you can't have it all. You mm -hmm. just can't. So, you know, but we're, we're, we're sending them out saying you can have it all. And it's like, I don't know, I just remember the days when movies were, I, and that, this is old man right here, Audie. Yeah. I'm going to go old man. It's like, when movies were plausible, yeah. Because, like, Mission Impossible is not plausible, not even in the slightest. There's no way any of that could happen. Not any part of that can happen ever in any of those movies. Um, but it's it's fun to watch. But yeah. I just remember the days when you could see uh, uh, an action adventure and you could see people doing things that, you know, you actually could do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now it's just it's all impossible. It's just, just uh, That's my old man moment for the day. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Carry on with your normal fare. <laughs> <laughs> now you had something about Netflix too, right? I did. What did I have? New yeah. series on Netflix? Or uh, no, they were going to... Kevin, no, no, no. No, no, I got this, and it's on, I'm digging, and I, I cannot find it. Netflix, it, I believe the story was Netflix is looking to make uh, oh, yes. cinematics... Cinematic Marvel, Marvel and, no, you, and Lord of the Rings that stuff. Yeah, that was on your story. Screen. Yeah, and it's like, so yeah, well, yes. they are. They're they're they want to make Marvel esque, uh, top notch 
box office release without the box office. Right. So superhero movies, superhero movies, fantasy movies, fantasy top movies. notch stuff, and movies to bring their movie game up yeah. to where their Which TV series game is now. Yeah, with Bright, they did a pretty yes. good job with mm -hmm. that. Uh, and well they're spent. looking to make a sequel. We just read yeah. that and to Bright. But it's like it, this is what's left. It's like it is obviously to me an attempt for Netflix to remain relevant, to to gobble up the crumbs that Disney has left uh, other entertainment venues to pursue. And it's like there's a lot of Marvel properties that mm -hmm. Disney does not have because Marvel sold a lot of rights to a lot of people in the 90s, I think it was. And uh, done correctly, these could be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. It's like, but it's, it, to me... It is an apparent attempt by Netflix, and you're going to see this from other places, uh, trying to stay relevant, right? Trying to trying to stay in business. Well, that's I think that's the reason Apple's getting into these couple of sci-fi programs uh, that we mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. But trying to <clears throat> trying to stay relevant by buying old stories or making yeah. new ones. I mean, yeah. well, no, that, well, I know, but that's not what the article the article's about mm -hmm. buying old but new stories. Old hats, buying old hats. Yeah, there's the foundation has an older crowd base that still remembers it, but it's like there's going to be a well, lot less speculative fiction in the future because they don't know if it'll sell. They they can't be sure. And yeah. and in a in a world where Disney owns just about everything, you can't roll the dice anymore. We're seeing the days where speculative fiction, new fiction is going to go by the wayside in favor of let's do a reboot of this for whatever reason whatever re we might see crawl get rebooted <laughs> oh well, that's that, that's a wow. that's almost a safe bet uh we watched uh loading re i watched loading ready or lo ready player one mm -hmm. last night and they had the glaive from crawl in it they did it's, because yeah they it's, did it's part of our <laughs> cultural you know heritage mm -hmm. it, 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 what it, no one probably knows what it's from, but people have seen it. It's the name recognition that they're buying. I think that they that Peter used it on Family Guy once. He had the he had the the glaive. <laughs> it's like people see it. People know that it's science fiction fantasy. They know that it's part of popular culture, while not knowing exactly what it is. And if they found out, they'd be so sad yeah. <laughs> because Crow is so bad. But now, if at a sci-fi convention. Somebody was selling at the because they always have those knife and sword vendors. If somebody was selling oh, yeah. a glaive, would you buy one? I know, I know. No. I <laughs> actually, oh, I like my fingers. I actually I like know. Exactly. I know one of the bigger vendors that does that. His name's Tom, and it's like I'm going to ask him if he has a glaive because yeah. I bet he might not bring it to shows, but I'd be very surprised if he didn't have access to glaives. Yeah, I mean. Uh, with all you the think other it's got to be out there. It's got to How be there. You even <clears throat> use that? You know, it's not a use. It's like it's like we we How would you display it. No, before this show, we we kind of uh, as you can see here, there's a sword on the table that Audie has brought, and we started talking, and and Linda, Bill's wife, was like, "What's this sword?" It's like nerds do swords, and then Bill went and grabbed his <laughs> off of the rack. I have. A, uh, a katana sword set at home. Uh, none of us use these swords for anything other than display because it's something nerds do. Nerds have swords. <laughs> they do. And what is the, the ultimate sword is, is the glaive. Especially since I'm sure he, he the, the ones that uh, Tom sells, 
press the button and they automatically extend by themselves. And it's like, you can't do anything with that. You can't. In fact, there's a fair chance you'll hurt yourself just I was activating gonna, yeah. it. But yeah. it's like, it's nerd cred. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, that is just, it doesn't matter. And in fact, most of the people, if Tom has this, which I'm sure he does, most people who buy it don't know where it's from to their to their pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like... But it's nerd cred. It is. It's just. It's something that's part of popular culture. Just that that is fair. Uh, I will kind of counter your point. Like I can definitely see with these properties that uh, like companies have to invest millions in before they know it will be a success. That we're gonna see a lot more reboots. But this is also a time where a whole lot more people, more people than ever, have platforms to create on. Like such as. Uh, independent authors on uh, through the various uh, well, channels. No, no, no. There's more there's plenty of creativity. Yes. Yeah. There, well, just more is being created. More is getting out there. So, but books, I mean, maybe the maybe expanse. Fiction. The expanse is an example of a new series that got and made. And so Stranger Things. Uh, the Martian. Well, altered Carbon. Yes. I've, altered I've, Carbon. I've enjoyed and that. And all of these, all of these, everything you're talking about predated Disney's acquisition of Fox, which changed the whole game because they have like over 50% of everything. But and now you're going to see less speculative fiction because Disney doesn't have to care because they keep throwing up stuff that people will watch anyway, and the rest of them will have to be very targeted with the stuff they do put up because they won't have any excess capital to waste. But they will be. there will be places we can go to see new things. Where? Where? Apple Apple just Apple, announced Netflix. the new show, The Space yeah. Race, right? Mm-hmm. That's new. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. But see, The Space Race, uh, well, you Let's know. Let's hope it lasts you, as long as the actual space race. Yeah, you, you know <laughs> that... Uh, not even everyone at this table was probably uh, of an age to really remember the space race. So it's like, it's a very targeted... <laughs> yes, you are, Audie. You're, you and Bill. Audie remembers the formation of dirt. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's... Do you see? It's like... Get, given the historical context, making it relevant is going to be tough. Keeping an audience uh, is going to be tough. Especially since all these studios, Netflix, Apple, uh, um, HBO Go, all the others, Amazon, are going to keep popping out stuff. And it's like, it's all screaming at a bunch of people who we uh, discussed earlier don't have an attention span to begin with. So it's, it's, a, it's an uphill climb for everyone who's not Disney. Because Disney's at the top and they'll just release whatever they want. Whenever they want, and if they run out of money, they'll throw out another Mickey Mouse or uh, or Star Wars film, get a little cash. Because even though they whine, it's like about like Solo. That well, Solo they did that to themselves, but it's like the other independent Star Wars films, Rogue One. Uh, well, there was another one, was there? Yeah, Rogue One and Solo are the Rogue only Solo. side stories. Well, Rogue I think. One made a, like a cool billion dollars mm-hmm. it's like you know they have that they that's tucked into their little pocket it's like you know it's like hey you know we want to spend some money but we're short oh we'll just release this hmm. let's release one of these it's like and it's like i could i could complain about being played like that but if they put up an obi-wan movie i'll cry <laughs> i'll be very happy to go <laughs> Play, take shut up and take my money 
I want to see that movie really bad. More <laughs> lightsabers, please. But the, or, other, the or, other venues. Or it's a plot by some corporate overlord to destroy all superheroes or beliefs in them by inundating us with, like, too much good guys. And well, mm. well. Charles's conspiracy given hour. up. You know, I have heard that DC may be heading in a villain direction because they've kind of failed with their superheroes. Well, they it's, haven't done a great job with the not. villain side of things either. But, but they, they, they haven't done any real... They have DC has the best villains. DC has the Joker. DC has Lex Luthor. DC has really powerful, deep characters. And I'm hearing that they might be trying to stretch out in that direction. Which would be interesting. I'd like to like to see the other side portrayed. But again, that's uh, DC's running its own thing. So it would be the evil character as the star of the show, and he would be I'm all for that. Yeah. he would win. Yeah, well, win in the end. In the end, no one wins in, in in DC or Marvel. It's like they just like good defeats evil, or evil runs away, and then they just keep doing it over and over again. The only, I guess, the people who lose are the like the general population that has to deal with the collateral damage of the superheroes. <laughs> but yeah, New York would suck to live in. It would. Yeah. It would. In fact, they had a little series. Uh, I think it was on Fox called Charmed, I think, uh, about superheroes. Uh, no, it wasn't Charmed. No, was that? it, it was, was uh, Charmed was Three Witches. What was that movie? It was a TV show about living in a city with superheroes and supervillains and, and actually dealing with the collateral damage. Really? The, the maintenance guy finally has it and starts killing off the super. That is the origin story of more than one su- supervillain in the Marvel <laughs> yeah, universe yeah. anyway. Thought you had a maintenance guy? Yeah, some repair guy who just gets sick of repairing all the things that get broken. Oh. Becomes a. Well, that, gets his hand on some technology and becomes a supervillain. Isn't that, that how is, the uh, Incredibles started? Kind of. Well, he. They uh, were. The, super, the, the super villain was, The supervillain was rejected by the hero. He was a fanboy. Yeah, he was rejected. a fanboy of the hero who told. Well, no, uh, they were. Ordered to stand down yeah. because of all the collateral damage that, that the city did. had to pay for. Yeah. And Ghostbusters, too. Mm, yeah. Ghostbusters. Sim- similar story. Yeah. Well, but, but they do. Superheroes cause a great deal of collateral damage. Like, they, I guess they wanted, uh, New, uh, New York wanted to sue the Avengers at the end of the first Avengers movie. Oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. all the damage. Where are they? Who's going to fix this? It's like, you will, and you'll be grateful because they stopped an alien invasion from killing everybody. Yeah. But, and yeah. the government from nuking the whole city. Yeah, and yeah, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, where did that missile come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't know. But uh, all I'm saying is we're going to see a clamp come down on speculative fiction, in my opinion. And yes, right now, HBO is doing Westworld and uh, what else they do? Game of Thrones. And Amazon's going to do these two new things that they're going to do. And we're seeing like new things now, but this all all these projects started before Disney acquired I, Fox. I'm gonna disagree. I, I think they've just bought a bunch of tulip bulbs, and that's just what it is. Okay. They're just gonna stick them in the I, ground, see what's around. Well, it's just they've they've paid a lot of money for concepts that you don't you can re you can recreate the concept and put a different name on it, and a lot of us would be just as happy. Mm. Mm. 
Fanboys are fanboys. Well, I I know that yeah. all they have to do is make a semi decent Fantastic Four movie, and it'll make well over a billion dollars. They'll go see it. Uh, if they if they incorporate X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, billions of dollars. There's there's lots of money just waiting, and they don't have to work too hard for it either. They really don't. Mm. It's like they'll recoup the the Fox money in very little time. Because they have the tools to integrate all the things that all the fanboys have been dreaming of, like and, me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I will eat. I would eat up a good Fantastic Four movie. I will definitely go go and see a X Men movie that is integrated into the MCU. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You will. Yeah. I, I want the Deadpool Spider Man crossover. Yes. <laughs> I do too, and I'm not ashamed. It's like I'll, I'll say it, and I was like, if I have to support the complete destruction of original fiction to see that. Okay. So you you, oh. you keep <laughs> okay. saying the complete destruction of yes. original fiction, watch. but there's so I much think, more. Watch. I think people watch. are just still watch. I'm just saying it's a cautionary tale. Just watch. What's I think happen. people are still going to write books, They're science write fiction them, books, but nobody reads anymore. I'm sorry. I still mm-hmm. read. I read a lot. Yes. I'm writing. Right. He's a reader and yes. a writer. Yes. Yes. Uh, I know tons of people who are both reading and writing. Tons. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Are you talking about? Tons of people. Just like measured, you put them all on a scale, and they weigh tons. Are they, are they big people then? <laughs> no, fairly small people. Okay. In, right. in aggregate, you know. Well, an aggregate. Okay. But no, re- reading is... Uh, Reading's not dying. Reading is fundamental. The more you know. Yeah. yeah it's not dying. And, like, no, people, Amazon people is... No, people have to read, I, but a lot of people aren't reading. I think there's also a large audience that's ready for more intellectual things. That's why yes. Westworld yes. and The Expanse and some Stuff of these like other that. series are yeah. successful. Yeah. 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 I mean... I think di- uh, that HBO is dealing with it the way that restaurants deal with comment cards. It's like... No one usually leaves a good comment card. No, you know, out of the ninety-nine percent right. of people, ninety-nine plus percent of people who have pleasant dining experiences, they don't fill out a comment card saying, "You know, we had a good time." Right. It's always those people that didn't have a good time right. that mm-hmm. put in the comment card. So when I think that the the so they're HBO weighting boss, it accordingly. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, there's some people. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's a lot of people, and I think they said that. In the article, it's like, yeah. I wouldn't agree that the backlash was widespread, which is basically saying, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. it's the people. Well, the but, complainers talk the loudest, yeah, too. They do. Yeah. Well, the uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, because um, we're just over our hour-long show here. Because so yeah, we got clock worked so we gotta, well this time. It's it up. did. What? Where did it come from? It was, it was gone. It was not there. It's kind huh. of magic. It's magic. No, no one can actually see us complaining it, about it, this. It only shows when you look at it. No, I've been looking at it all day. Maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the last thing I wanted to mention was Roddenberry Entertainment. Um, you're probably familiar with Gene Roddenberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roddenberry Entertainment um, just put out a short film uh, based on uh, a concept that they're exploring. Um the short film is called Instant, and um, sounds short. Yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, it's an interesting uh, short film. It uh, deals with time travel, 
And um, in this particular short, um, it's kind of takes place, the, all the action takes place inside of a bar. And um, there's uh, one guy in the bar who is from the future. And he's there in the bar, and they're, when the short opens, it's like they've just finished a trivia, one of those electronic trivia games or something. Sounds you know. like a Twilight Zone episode. Well, which which is cool. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so they they finished it, and so they all pose for a picture, and and so um, all of the people in the bar know themselves except for this one guy who's new. See, who I've, helped I've seen this one on the History Channel. Yeah. Who's helped? Yeah. Who helped help them win the trivia? And then so they want to play another game because there's another group of trivia players that challenge them specifically. And uh, so they want to play another game. They want this guy to help them, you know, stay and win the other game. The guy says, no. He says, uh, you know, he keeps looking at his watch. He said, no, I really got to go. I really got to go. And uh, so he's saying goodbye to one of the guys. And, you know, you know, it was really good meeting you. I'm, you know, glad we had this opportunity kind of a thing. And, and um, he starts to leave. And, uh, but he took a little bit too long. And all of a sudden, a guy bursts into the, the bar with a shotgun and the sounds of uh, police cars getting louder as they surround the bar. And uh, you can see flashing police lights through the windows. And so this guy's, <clears throat> you know, uh, on the lam from the law for something he did. And um, so eventually um, what happens is... Uh, it, goes on they play play a few games one of the games they play is um, uh, a hypothetical game and um, it's to pass the time while they're waiting for the police to figure out and this guy to figure out what he's going to do and uh, so one of the guys the, one of the older guys in the bar he comes up with a scenario and he's like oh no we've you know we've done that before we need something new and somebody else throws out something and now we've heard that one so this new guy he throws out a scenario and he said okay he said well imagine you're a time traveler and you can go anywhere in time where would you go and then he said well we need more you know bounds around this and he said well you know you can't go anywhere in time and space it's not doctor who you can go anywhere in time on earth but no matter what you do Nothing you do will change what happens in the past. You can't affect the past. You mean the future? You can, if you go back to the past, you, can't affect you it. cannot, you know, kill Hitler. Yeah. Right. Okay? You cannot change the past. You can go back and you can observe any moment in time that you want, but nothing you will do will have any effect. Time will play out as it's meant to play out. Where would you go and what would you do? So they have discussions. Well, I want to go see the you know, the birth of Christ or, you know, I want to go back and see something in World War II or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> so turns out, as this, as this event plays out, the guy who's telling the story, and he was having this close connection with one of the guys that was there, well, the guy that was there, there ends up being a struggle for the weapon, and that guy who was in the bar gets shot and he's going to die 
And it turns out that the guy who came back is his son from you the distant future. You can't refer to everybody as the guy. Right. Yeah, we're I'm like, just, it's you're losing me, Bill. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure why the like story... I'm phasing but, uh, out. But. <clears throat> anyway, well, really, so but, what it is is this guy eventually, he, he's come right. back from the future. The time traveler. The time traveler's no. come back from the future okay. to meet his father because he never met his father because his father died before he was born. And so it, it to me, seems like an interesting series if if this series is all about going anywhere in time, knowing that you can't possibly change anything, so the, where would you go? What would the, you observe? The time pa traveler paradox is not in effect. Right. It's like the, you go, the dangers of going back in time is that you'll change the past and therefore change the future, therefore just possibly destroy your own self. Correct. Uh, so That's off the table. So, yeah. And I'm not sure how, but it's like if that is the case, then this, yeah. Yeah. That that would be a very interesting series. I would like to see that. Yeah, and I'd like to see all these guys because there's so many guys. There's so many guys. <laughs> in so many guys. So many guys. There's yeah. a guy with a gun. Yeah. There's a guy with a time travel there's, machine. Yeah. No, I like there's it. There's a guy I, who dies. There's a guy who, with who? a wife who dies. Uh, so this is Roddenberry Entertainment. Yes. Do, do, do they have their like? Is it their own little platform or do they uh, put it out through somebody it's or? out on youtube okay okay hmm. so you can go see it on youtube oh, it's there it's called oh. instant yeah all right i will right. i will want to yeah. take a look at that but yeah, yeah but no a great use of time travel is to go back and be really good at trivia yeah, yeah. <laughs> right right <laughs> just being everything. really impressive just yeah. go right. bar trivia yeah win right. those free cheese sticks every week yeah because you got the cheese sticks yeah yeah oh. the, wouldn't yeah. that drive you crazy the though to the you go back in time you you see what actually happens and nobody believes you because you can't prove what actually happened Right, because the official version of history is different than what you yes. saw. Well, yes. you could, that you would could be bring a little camcorder with you. Well, I mean, if true. you're not if affecting you're anything. If you can't yeah. possibly affect anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just go yeah. back. With Although, yeah, if you bring a camcorder back to the Salem Witch Trials. Well, they'll burn you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, in that yeah. case, you can also bring a gun. Just be like, now, <laughs> yeah. Now, the but one then, thing they didn't say. Do what you guys were going to do. I'm fine over here. Yeah, the one thing they didn't say is is. If the past could affect you, yeah, yeah, which mm. I imagine it can. You I mean, would think it would affect him emotionally at least. Maybe well, sure. his dad. Your your death in the past wouldn't affect the future in any way. Right. In fact, you'd still be born until you went back to die in right. the past. And so, right. But so yeah, yeah. So you'd be at risk going back. You could well, be at risk. Cool. I like yeah. that. I do. I like that. Should we? Yeah. Should we all watch that? And we can. Talk we'll about screen it? that after the show. Talk about it next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I like it. Well, on that note, folks, thanks for joining us again for another exciting episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm Bill. Uh, I'm John. I'm Charles. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. Or, yeah, or Sean. That's five guys. No, just <laughs> Seth. There's five guys right there. Just guys. There's just five so guys. Many, there's so many guys. <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm we a should guy. open up yeah. like a burger and french fry shop. Yeah. That's what these I'm guys hungry for burgers. Guy. <laughs> it's guys. It's just a bunch of guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now... Please deactivate your cranial downlinks. 
collect your towels and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.